Thank you, uh, Helen. Uh, do keep those with you. Uh, for the kids who aren't yet at school, we have got creche, and the easiest way is probably to walk out those doors, walk down here and turn left, and there's some gorgeous toys and activities, or there's the hangout space down there, uh, and we also have the kids' packs with some activities for different ages. Um, let me pray as we come to God's word. Father God, we do thank you that we can meet together. We thank you for the resurrection of Jesus. And we thank you that he instructed his disciples and all his followers how to live until his return. Help me preach according to your word and help us as your people to do what Jesus has commanded. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now today is Sunday. It's the Sunday after Easter Sunday. Uh, traditionally in the Christian calendar, Ascension Day, the day that Jesus went up into heaven, is the 40th day after Easter. Uh, that's in Acts. And um, that Sunday this year is the 13th of May. But us, we're reformed. Um, we don't really hold too closely to the calendar. Um, and so we thought we'd do a couple of days of Jesus, his words. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. We wanted... Um, to have the opportunity for us as a church uh, to be thinking about what we are on about. What is our vision and mission? As a church, we've been growing and we're getting more people joining our family. We're starting new ministries like uh, ESL and youth group and certain things have changed in church. But what is our vision? What is our purpose? Uh, today, next Sunday, we're looking at Jesus' words after the resurrection, his final words, his final instructions before he ascended. And today, our passage, as Helen's read, most people call the Great Commission. Um, so let's just think about, for a moment, when we think about the big organisations, the big companies, what is their mission? Now, I don't know if you've ever done this before, uh, we might have a Q&A. If you know the answer, you could yell it out. So those who love gadgets, devices, Apple, the biggest company in the world or whatever it makes, all these millions of dollars, what is their mission statement? Anyone know? Yes. Domination of the world. Domination of the world, make money. Well, this is their actual PR. This is to make the best products on earth and to leave the world a better than we found it. Isn't that lovely? Now, I've got a local one, and if you're visiting Ballarat or you're thinking about moving to Ballarat, this is one of the gems of Ballarat. It is the Golden Nugget. Now, this is a bakery chain, and when I moved to Ballarat, I didn't understand. They now have three drive throughs uh, You can get your, your, your bakery and your flat white. And what's their mission? To provide, yeah, <laughs> no, we better stop. <laughs> I don't know if this is actually, I don't know if this one works, but this is their mission, to provide fresh, fast, healthy food that is tasty and consistent, served to its customers in a friendly yet professional manner. There you go, fresh, fast, healthy. There you go, kids, you heard that. Uh, Google, anyone know Google. We look to the IT people. What is Google? No? Don't be evil. Not quite. To organise the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. 
That's pretty good, isn't it? McDonald's? Kids, what's McDonald's mission statement? Anyone know? Yeah? To make kids get addicted. You're pretty close, Will. (laughs) To be our customer's favourite place and way to eat. That's a nice way of saying it, making addicted. Um, Ballarat Health Services. Here we go, serious one. Our medical professionals. What is your company's motto? To deliver quality care to the communities we service by providing safe, accessible and integrated health services resulting in positive experiences and outcomes. That sounds very professional, doesn't it? Uh, Toyota, uh, to lead a future mobility society, enhancing lives around the world with the safest and most responsive ways of moving people. And last one, Woolworths. What do you think Woolies is? I heard a rip-off and I heard something else. To deliver the best in convenience, value and quality for our customers. Okay, so there's some ideas. That's getting our thinking. Now, we think about churches. I've Googled a few Prezi churches. What's their mission statement? So St Stephen's in Surrey Hills. You've probably heard Owen bang on about at my old church. Well, this is his old church's statement. Making and maturing disciples of Jesus together. Geelong North, disciples making disciples of Jesus. Reforming Church in Bendigo, we love God, love people and make disciples of Jesus Christ. Mitchelton Prezi up in Brisbane, growing as followers of Jesus. Now you can see they're all pretty much the same, aren't they? It's all about making disciples. Um... Why do we need a vision? Well, without a clear vision, we could go in all different directions, can't we? Someone could say, we need to be doing this, we need to be doing this, we need to be doing this, and we're all doing different things. Now, someone coming back to church on Good Friday made the comment, we have got a lot of people all different ages now. Um, There was a few more with the grey hair or the white hair than the colourful hair. But now we've got people with no hair, as in babies, all the way to people with no hair. We've got them covered. (laughs) But now we've actually got different um, church backgrounds, don't we? So sitting in this room, at this very point, we have got Anglicans, Baptists, Church of Christ, Salvation Army, Pentecostal, Presbyterians, Reform, Uniting... And those who haven't been to church before, we've got a good mix. Oh, actually, no, we've got another one, a brethren. Uh, We've got a brethren as well. You've got the Christians. Oh, Catholic as well, sorry, yes. Now, with diversity, and Lutheran as well, sorry. Let's just say all denominations. (laughs) I keep looking at people and think, oh, whoops, forgot. Now, with all different views, we can get stuck, can't we? Because when we think about things like baptism, we can say, oh, it should be this way. Or when we think about music, we can say, well, it has to be this way. Or when we think about the Lord's Supper, we say we have to do it this many times or with this kind of bread or with this kind of juice. It's a great thing to have diversity because we don't want to all be the same. 
But what is the church all about? We're about Jesus. What is our church's mission? Well, it has to be Jesus' mission. Where, what does Jesus want us to do? Well, that's why we have our Bible reading. And I'm just going to focus on the last paragraph. Verse 16. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when he saw them, they worship, uh, when they saw him, they worshipped him, and some doubted. Now there's eleven disciples, Judas is no more, and Jesus they follow Jesus' instructions via Mary, they go to the mountain, and notice they all worship Jesus, but some doubted. It's no small thing. He's risen from the grave. They're doubting, is this really Jesus? Is this Jesus or someone in disguise, an imposter or a ghost? And let's unpack his words in verse 18. Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Jesus is the risen king. Having submitted to his father's will completely, he now inherits everything. The Father has given him all authority, not just a bit of the universe, not just for a time, but all authority, heavens and earth. He is the King of Kings. And this doesn't mean that he's above the Father. No, the Father has been delighted to give him all authority. Now, for those with farming backgrounds, you know, like the dad, the father, dad, gives his son or daughter the farm and controls, and the father becomes, from being the boss, to often the farmhand that just does the work that the son or daughter has told them. And so because Jesus now has all authority, he says, listen to what I say. What I say comes with authority. Verse 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now so often we can read these verses and we can put the wrong focus in. Jesus is not saying, go and make disciples. He's saying, go therefore and make disciples. The focus is on making the disciples. Because I have authority, go and make disciples. But don't just make disciples here in Israel. Go and make disciples of all nations. And that's why we as a church are always focusing on those outside. Of all nations. We partner with our missionaries here with the universities at Ballarat, in India, and in Eastern Europe. And what's his instruction? Make disciples, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Notice there's three names mentioned, but he says singular of the name. Baptising them in the name of. He doesn't say baptising them in the names of. The God of the Bible the triune God, three persons in one. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, three in one. But it's not just baptising, teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. Now sometimes we as churches, we can get into the temptation that baptism is the big deal. That when we have an adult baptism, 
That's like the bee's knees. That's what we do. And the problem is we can focus on the day, the event, rather than the lifetime, the journey. You know, some people, they spend all their money on their wedding on one day and then the marriage, they, don't, they neglect. It's like spending all your money on baptism rather than on the Christians. That's why we, we just got the cattle trough. Don't want to spend too much money on the baptism. Well, that was, you know, it was a good one. I didn't get a cheap one. The Christian faith is like marriage. It lasts a lifetime. A retired Baptist minister, uh, Graham Smith, he once said, I no longer get excited by how many baptisms the church has. I get excited by the number of those baptised are still at church after 10 years. You get that? It's not about just who gets baptised, it's who's going on in their faith. And that's why with our sister Bethan, it's about the journey. It's about supporting her and the kids. We're here not just to celebrate our baptism and, right, I see you in heaven, Bethan. No, we're here, we make the vows, we're with you, sister. We're with you every day on those tough times when you've had enough. We're with you, we're going to pray with you, we're going to encourage you, we're going to invest in you day, month, year after year. That's why we have those vows. But Jesus, he's got such a wonderful encouragement to his disciples And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Jesus will never leave his people. The end of the age is when he returns. The Great Commission. So it's got such wonderful facts at the start and end. All authority has been given to me. Therefore, what I say counts. I've got all authority and I'll be with you to the end of the age. So what's our mission? Well, as Jesus says, to make disciples, to follow Jesus' examples. Jesus invited the fishermen, those who were fishing, to come and follow him. He invested his time and energy into them. You think about it, the saviour of the world, the most important human ever, only had three years on earth and most of it was with 12 smelly Galileans. And if you, you know what I mean? Like... There's a few others there. But he invested all his time and energy with those 12. So we share the good news, like what Bryony said. We share the good news of all we know. We pray that God will work in particular people in our lives. And we particularly share with our church family. We study God's word together here at church and in growth groups. We serve each other and we thank God for our different gifts and different abilities. We train and equip each other. Now, for those who weren't here last week, is it right if I mention? Is it okay, Carol, I mentioned? Just a little bit. Um, our dear sister Carol, she said she came here to church. Iris invited her to come and sing in the choir. She said the older folk loved and accepted her. And the younger folk asked all the hard questions, answered all the hard questions about God. A beautiful thing that Michelle got to catch up with Carol and ask all those beautiful questions. It was fun, wasn't it, Michelle? (laughs) Great training opportunity. But a wonderful thing, they could grow together. This week we have Bethan, one of our young mums, raised in a Christian family, recently returned to church. 
and through growth group and the kids at Ebbs, the Sunday school teaching, all helping to support Bethany and her kids. And in the coming weeks, we'll have another baptism. We'll have young Ed. I mean, it's a good thing we've got the big baptism we'll fight now. But, you know, all stages and ages. Now, I should mention to our visitors, Owen and I, we're very similar. We love a joke. And so we joke to each other. Uh, and he's got a beautiful baby boy. Is that right? I better stop. I'm sorry. So what am I banging on about? Well, we make disciples of people of all ages, of all stages. It doesn't matter if you've been in church all your life or you've just got invited. Ebenezer St John's Presbyterian Church is all about Jesus. Our mission is to make disciples. If we stop making disciples, we'll die. But it's not about our church growing, it's about God's kingdom growing. Now, for a few of us, we're probably looking around and we're thinking, wow, there's so many people here. We've got like 120 people here. And we think, wow, that's huge. But it's not. Because we might have 120 people here this morning, but there's 120,000 people now living in Ballarat. Of those 120,000 people in Ballarat, how many go to church? And it'd be less than 10,000. We need to grow. We need to continue to disciple. And so we want to grow a church. We want us to grow so that we've talked about it. We can send people, send people to Ballarat North Prezi and help them. And then in 10 years' time, we can send people, start a church in Ballarat East. We want the kingdom to grow and we want everything we do to be about making disciples. So we're going to start and we're going to come up with a new mission. We're going to have um, some lunches where we can talk about it. What's our wording going to be? Um, Making disciples, growing disciples, that kind of thing. But then after we've got our mission, we're going to think of our vision. What are we going to do distinctively? We don't want to be in competition with other churches. We want to work out what is our role. Are we growing gospel workers for Ballarat and beyond? Are we partnering with Christians at Union and reaching the next generation? What's going to be our focus? Are we the church that's going to focus on the inner city? We've got a couple of Canadian expats that are now part of our church. Is the suburb of Canadian going to be our focus? Are we going to be the multicultural church, you know, the bilingual services that we can have um, services in different languages? We need to pray, we need to ask for God's help, but whatever our plans, our visions, our ambitions are, they are all to come under our mission to make disciples of Jesus. Uh, Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much that we follow Jesus. We thank you that he was the servant king, that he willingly died on the cross so that we could be saved and forgiven. But we also thank you that he wasn't just the dead king, that you raised him from the grave. He is the living king of kings. We praise you that you've given him all authority and we praise you that he is with us, that he helps us and guides us. Father God, give us wisdom as your people here. Help us to major on the majors and a minor on the minors. Help us to be focused on the gospel and your word. Help us to enjoy the diversity 
but lovingly respect each other's different uh, opinions and different um, thoughts on different matters. Father God, we thank you that we can celebrate baptism this morning with Bethan, but we thank you that Bethan and her kids are part of our church. Father God, help us to disciple, to nurture. Uh, those that are, have just joined us, those who have been with us all their days, and those that are yet to join us. Father God, help us to make disciples of people of all stages, ages, and diversity. And we pray for your help. We pray that your kingdom will grow in Ballarat and beyond. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.